Dive, it's She Sheds Real Light with Crystal Fry and Susan Price. And today's episode is He Is Who He Says He Is. So I literally think that sometimes we go about life and we don't understand who God is. And when we don't understand who God is, which I have been at complete fault for this, when we don't understand like truly who He is, it's hard for under, us to understand like who we are to him, what we mean to him, like who who he is to us. Like I mean, we have people in our lives that we we are around every day, and we know who they are. I mean, right. especially our kids, we've had them. We know we know them, mm-hmm. you know. But like physically, not ever meeting God, we basically have to know who he is out of what scripture says who he is. Mm-hmm. And so but if we don't know that, then we're very confused at like how big he is, how powerful he is, how good he is, how how truthful he is, how trustworthy he is, how you know, how everywhere he is. Like we don't know those things unless we know who he is. Mm-hmm. And so we just want to share with you guys some attributes of who God is and how these attributes to us are important for us to know and when I was researching attributes and Susan was researching attributes we we both ran into a bunch of different things of what it said who God was and scriptures behind it and there was a few that stuck out to me more than others Um, the first one of that would be eternal God is eternal obviously we um you know we don't really know what eternal is because we are here we have a beginning and an end like we were born and one day we're gonna die um but as far as god like he was here before everything like he has been here always and he's never going anywhere um eternal means he he's not he doesn't have a beginning and an end which helps me if i know that my god is eternal to know just how powerful my God is Mm -hmm. because if he doesn't have a beginning or end like he is over top of everything and he existed before time Psalms 92 says before the mountains were born you brought forth the whole world from everlasting to everlasting you are God okay guys let's talk about time really fast time One of those things that we're always like, I don't have enough of, or there's just not enough in the day. How many excuses do we use for the word time? Mm, Um, That's a lot. (laughs) If there is no time for God, obviously, if God is eternal, so he's not thinking about time, right? Like he's made the time. He has put the hours in the day that we've needed. Like if God has done this with time... Um, and he is everlasting, and he's the creator of time, then how are we to really argue God, who knows time, who's over time, how are we to argue him that he's not given us enough time? God is over time. So God is eternal because God is who he says he is. Time doesn't run out. Time doesn't, like... We, we have enough time. We have to be able to use it. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of times we don't think about time as that. We think about, um, you know, I don't think about eternity. Like I said, I think about what's here and what's now um, and what's in front of me. But God is thinking about something that's everlasting. God is thinking about something that's forever. Um, and that 
I think knowing that He is eternal helps me realize just how powerful and how big He really is. It's also amazing, too, because because He is eternal, if we accept Him in our hearts, we get to live life eternally with Him, right? which is pretty amazing because, because if He wasn't eternal, then we wouldn't have that opportunity to live life eternally with Him either. So that gives us that gives us the hope for that too one day, you know. So that's pretty awesome in itself. One of the things that I'd written down um, was he's a just God. Um, he doesn't favor one over the other. I know you probably all have. If you can think back to somebody in your family who was favored more than the other, like I have a cousin that's favored more than me, and <laughs> it always bothered me growing up. Now I've just learned to accept it, and it is what it is. Or maybe you were the favored one. I don't know. Yeah. But like, um, God's not like that. Like he he's a just God. He doesn't make rules for you that he doesn't make for me, or he doesn't make rules for me that he doesn't make for you. What he says for one goes for all. Um, And, you know, he doesn't play favorites. um, But, you know, you don't have that feeling of being left out because what his word says applies to everybody. Um, So we can rest in knowing that he doesn't have favorites. He doesn't play favorites. He treats us all with the same love. He offers us all the same love. And in scripture, it says um, in Psalms 89, 14, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Um, So that was one of the ones that I had looked at. And so I, I think there's so many things, like you said, there's so many different ones that we could probably look up and find about him, but he is a just God. Um, and, and I love the fact that I can know that he doesn't play favorites. Like, yeah, he loves I love us all that. the same. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, as well as I know, if someone has played a favorite and you have felt that, one, how it makes you feel kind of like beneath and below. Yeah. Um, but you also know, I don't know, I know on the other side of things as being someone's favorite also how it makes you feel uncomfortable yeah. when you're around other people. Yeah. You know, and, and to know that we all are thought of in the same aspect by God, we are just to Him, and that, um, and then that we're, it's, we live with that eternal salvation because He's eternal when we accept Him. I mean, those are two very beautiful attributes that mm-hmm. if we know that about God, we should feel um, so much more inside of us of just um, happy, yeah. you know, joyful, um, expressive of like, hey, my God is so good. Let me tell you a little bit about Him. And right. I think that that's really what, when I started researching the attributes about Him, it was more like... I want to be able to tell people, like, well, if they ask questions about God, let me tell you who my God is. Because I can say, like, this is what the Word says, this is, but let me tell you who He is Mm -hmm. by the Word. Let me tell you just how good He is, just how big He is, you know, which, and just how powerful He is, which leads me into the next one that I really enjoy, (laughs) which let's hope that I don't butcher this one (laughs) omnipotent. Omnipotent actually means unlimited power girl (laughs) i think that i have power and control sometimes but you know we really don't have power and control none and again my mind can't really wrap around this whole like he has like this ultimate power like this crazy power that we can't even like comprehend you know any and everything any and everything so like we as humans only have so much power. Like I only have so much power when I go into a job interview. I ha- I can knock the job interview out mm-hmm. of the park. But I only have so much power. Like that's really all I can do. Right. Like I can't make myself get that job. What they do know? with it's up to them. Yeah. Or like 
even like with your kids, you only have so much power to rear them in the right direction. What they decide to do as they get older, you pray and you you know God is in control yeah. and in power of that. But we only have like so much power and so much control. But God has unlimited. Come, I can't even imagine what I would do if I had unlimited power. Like I, I would be, it would be not good probably. Me neither. I'd be working <laughs> that power all the time. <laughs> unlimited power to make what is supposed to happen happen but he only uses it when he needs to use it yes and he knows the timing for everything because it's for him right and i think in life we think like oh this is about me this is about like where i want to go what i want to do what i see for my life yeah but truthfully it's not about us like none of this is about us it's about him and for him which is why we're saying like do it now do it now please now not not later i need it now and he doesn't do it now that's why because it's about him not you but that's also why we can't have unlimited power right we would be doing stuff that's not supposed to happen, you know? Oh, yeah. We would regret that now later. <laughs> but knowing that my God, the God we serve, he's limitless. Right. Where we are very limited. Amen. You know? And so his power is perfect. Um, and he doesn't have the power to do um, the humanly things. Um, we do because he's perfect and complete. So, for instance, we have the power to lie. We have the power to steal. We have the power to do things that we're not supposed to do because yeah. we are human. God has perfect and complete power. So, his power that is unlimited is over what is for his glory and for our good, mm. which is it's crazy to think. Like, my God has so much power. And when I know that, it helps me to realize, like, I'm serving a God that wants nothing but the best for me. Yeah. And even when I might not be able to see that best or know that best, he still wants there. You know what song it made me think of when I was researching that? <laughs> There's power, power, wonder working power in, in the blood, blood of the Lamb. <laughs> do you remember singing that? Isn't I that do. a hymn song? It's a hymn. <laughs> Show it. I love that song. But God's power is seen in creation for all of us to see. Um, And he shows that power in the beginning in Exodus. He created. That's the power that he has. He created us. He created the heavens. He created the earth. He created everything. He created. That's how powerful he is. Um, And guess what? That power, that unlimited power, that limitless power, that's all inside of us when we accept him into our lives Mm -hmm. because then he lives inside of us. So my God's not only eternal. He's not only everlasting Mm -hmm. all over everything he's not only just and doesn't like doesn't look at you any different than me he's also omnipotent which means he has so much power it's ridiculous so like gosh those three things like just make me like so excited like i know god more i know it's like more power than any like action movie you could ever think of yeah you know like you watch the movies you're like oh that's so cool no god is like even cooler My next one's unchanging. So, Mm. you know, while the world around us is constantly changing or friendships are changing or people are changing around us or we're changing our clothes or our hairstyle, whatever it may be, (laughs) God never changes. So, like, his love never changes. His grace never changes. His forgiveness. Like, everything about God remains the same. It has since day one. Like, nothing ever changes. He remains the same. And he always will. Um his love for us remains the same no matter what we've done, no matter where we've been, no long, no matter how long we've strayed away. Um, it's just his love's constant. 
And we as people often love based off feelings. He doesn't love mm. based off feelings. That's good. He he does the exact opposite of what we are supposed to do. Like he loves us because he loves us and that's what we should do as people. And Hebrews thirteen eight says, you know, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Um, you know, obviously we're human and so we do change, but because he's unchanging, we can rest in that because we know that each day we're not going to wake up to a God who may be in a bad mood. And so today he's not going to offer forgiveness or today he's going to love you less because you made a mistake or today, you know, he's not going to offer you that grace or that mercy that you may need. No, like he's going to love you today just like he did yesterday. Mm -hmm. Like he's not going to change. And while your mood may change or your situation may change, he doesn't change. And I love that. I know this is probably the wrongest like the analogy wrongest. the wrongest that doesn't even a word but the wrongest analogy to think about but like i mean you think you change your every, underwear every day yeah you know well I mean? you should like, <laughs> like you change your underwear every day but i mean like you think you change and so for us like we are like there's nothing but change all around us all the time i feel like mm-hmm. sometimes it's harder to accept change and it's like but anyways you change like their underwear every day but to think that, like, God has stayed the same since we were, like, an infant in our mother's womb until however old we are now. Yeah. Um, we're not going to express that on here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, you know, like, he has stayed the same, and he's never going to change. Right. And, and that change doesn't just, it's not just for me, it's for you, too. Like, we serve a God together right. as as everybody that is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and and he always will be, which is so refreshing and and reassuring for me that I'm not, I mean, like, how would you feel if, like, like, for instance, our attitudes change for each other, you Mm -hmm. know, like, how would you feel if, like, you were serving someone who one day doesn't know left from right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we serve a God that is never changing. He is he is who he says he is from the beginning and he will never be anything other than what right. he says he is. That's a good good a good good God. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, think about how quickly the styles change. Yeah. I mean, really. Like what if God changed like that? I like, mean, I am kind of excited that overalls are back. I mean, yeah, oh yeah, I love some overalls. <laughs> I like bell bottoms too. Yeah. Me I too. mean, I'm excited about those things. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, what if God changed like that? Yeah. What if He changed like we changed? That would be weird. It would be. It would be awful. You know what I mean? Be sad. Like, because then be you sad. wouldn't know. Like, you wouldn't have like that constant. Like God being the constant yeah. in our life and the only constant Consistent. in our life. Yes. yes. Like, there's just something so good about that. Mm-hmm. It's assuring. Like, we can rest yes. sure in uh-huh. knowing that He is constant. And he His love remains, and like He is that one constant in the middle of chaos. Mm. That's true. Um, okay, so the next one that I have is, <laughs> hopefully I don't butcher this one either, <laughs> omniscient, 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 <laughs> um, and personal. I actually put these two together because I really, really like these two. Um, so personal is basically like some, you know, it's something being belonging to someone, you know them, but omniscient is God lives, um, it's, he knows everything. So I feel like these two kind of go together, but, um, you know, there's things in my life that I, I don't want everyone to know. Right. There's some things in my life that I might not ever share with anybody. You know what I mean? But God knowing everything and knowing 
that he is personal enough and loves me enough that despite that he knows everything about me, that he still chooses me every day, that he still loves me every day, um, and he's so personable with us in that way. You know, love, I feel like the word love is a personal, is like a very personal word, you know? Like, you don't just, I mean, I guess... I kind of sometimes will tell people I don't even know I love them. But, you know, like, <laughs> love is such a personal word. Like, it, it makes is. you feel so good when someone says, I love you. Because you know? so many people aren't loved or, yeah. or don't, or have never even heard the words, I love you, in life. And I feel like God, like, shows us these attributes of being personal um, and knowing everything by just in who He is. And, and what personal really related to me, too, is that that's one of the things that He wants from us, is He wants a personal relationship with us. Right. And I can remember religion, living in religion, and not being personal with God and having a relationship, and the difference between religion and relationship. And religion is really just going through the motions and thinking that that's enough, when relationship is really like digging into um, knowing who God is, like we're mm-hmm. talking about today. Um, and in first John three twenty, it says for where, for whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. So even when we like condemn ourselves, God knows everything and he's greater than that. Um, it just makes me feel so good knowing that my Lord is just so great. Right. Psalms 147.5 says, Great is our Lord and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. There's so many scriptures that you could read that talks about how he knows everything, how he's personal to us, how he loves us, um, and how he just knows us and he still loves us despite. And and I, I love that because my God doesn't just want me to be a number. God right. wants to know who I am. But guess what? He wants to know who you are too. Right. So he wants to be personal with each one of us. Um, and he wants us to be open open, because he knows us and he's personal to us. But we have to also be um, personal to him and have relationship with him because he wants a relationship. He doesn't want to just know us. He wants us to have a relationship with him. And in order to have a relationship, we have to also build upon that. It's relationships are not a one-sided thing. Yeah, absolutely. That was one of the ones I actually had done too. Um, we, this is one we both wrote down. Yeah. And what I'd written down a little bit about that one is that you know he's all-knowing. He knows everything about everything, even past, present, and future events, like you were saying. And that is kind of scary when you think about it. Just because, like... And still loves us. Yeah, still, like, he still chooses uh, yeah. to love us despite everything. And that's difficult because sometimes I don't... I have a hard time loving myself yeah. knowing the things that I've chose to do in my life. Um, so, like, he knows what we did 10 minutes ago. He knows what we did, like, 10, 20 years ago, depending on how old you are. Um, and he, he still chooses to love us despite us making those choices, which is so hard to believe at times that someone would love us despite those things. But it also should make us feel good in knowing that he chooses us day after day, kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Um, But that love never fades for us. And then he also offers us that forgiveness that's always available to us. Um, And and that's kind of just what I hit on with that one. Um, And then my other one was sovereign. Um, He's in control. He's independent of all others, which means that he does not move by the choices, decisions, or directions of others. So like, did you do sovereign? Nah, no, that's it. But you were talking about control earlier, right? Yeah. 
So, like, he, you know, he's ultimately the one in control. You were t- oh, That's what you are talking about, in control. Uh-huh. Like, so, we have no control. I guess it kind of goes hand in hand with that one. But he's independent. He's not dependent on anyone. He makes his own choices. Yeah. He doesn't base them off of us, off of any human being. He doesn't base them off of anybody else. He doesn't move by any choices or decisions. Ephesians 1.11 says, Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance, and he makes everything work out according to his plan. So, you know, he chose us. Um, no one else chose us. And he makes everything work out according to his plan. So his plans for us, his plans in life in general, not anyone else's plans. And I love the fact that, you know, he doesn't go based off anyone else's agenda. Like, it is yeah. strictly his agenda and his timing. And, again, that goes along the lines of what we were talking about earlier with how, you know, it all lines up with what he wants in life. And it's not based off of our needs, our yeah. wants. It's based off of his needs, his wants for our lives. You know what realization I've come to, like learning about just these attributes, but knowing that there's so much more to know about who my God is, is that I think I I know that I'm at fault as like thinking or maybe not even comparing on purpose, but like not knowing who God is to the point of where I'm like, just assume that he's like everyone else that I've ever come in contact with, you know, but also like I, I don't think that I've put into so much thought that like. God is so different. Right. And like, and, and he doesn't need, he really doesn't need anything for us. He doesn't want anything from us besides a relationship with uh, with him, mm-hmm. you know, but like he is literally over, he's, he's just so different. He's so different than anybody will ever come in contact with here earthly. Um, and, and I love that learning this stuff about him, his, he, how eternal he is and how um, omni, omnipotent he is and how personal he is and how sovereign he is and all of these just he is, all of these things that we have learned about who he is and hope now we hope that you have learned too, just makes you to know like, man, I really do serve someone that like, I can't even comprehend like his goodness, mm-hmm. but like to start to just try to just makes my life so much different because he he's so good yeah and there's so many more that's the crazy yeah. thing like it's just like it i feel like the list could never end if if we would look at it like gracious forgiving loving yeah. merciful like it, it could really just go on because there's so many things about god that he just is and yeah. it's amazing when you look at it that way because he's just such a good 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 father like like the song says like he's just good he's faithful and he's loving and kind. And so I'm just thankful because there is nobody else like him. And yeah. that's pretty awesome. And so why wouldn't we want to take the time to get to know him? Why wouldn't yeah. we want to do take the time to research and mm-hmm. find out more about him and draw closer in that relationship with him? Because that is really, truly what relationship with Christ is about is research. Yeah. Drawing closer, learning more. Because that's how we get to know people in life is sitting down and talking with them, having conversations with them, getting to know them better. So what's the difference? Reading the Bible, learning who God is, praying with him and talking to him. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. And he does talk back. It's just in different ways. We've talked about that before too. So we hope that this is something that's spoken to your heart. And maybe it did challenge you to take some time to just really dig in and just take that time to learn a little bit more about who God is because he is who he is. And I would love to know an attribute that sticks out to you. If you start Mm -hmm. researching about him, let us know and ask 
attribute that really sticks out to you too and and tell us a little bit about it because we'd love to hear your perspective on it yes but as always thank you guys for listening we appreciate you guys so much check out our website at www.sheshedsreallight.com we've got merch you'll love it um and we'll talk to you next week yep talk to you next week bye Bye. guys